Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I present to you not the eighth wonder of the world, which of course is the backside of water, but the ninth wonder of the world, the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. My name is Matt. I don't think I've ever felt more pressure for a podcast than right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we This has actually been an episode that's been a little bit of a long time coming because it's been on the schedule, I want to say, since September, maybe. Uh, we're doing a review of the Jungle Cruise today. Uh, not the attraction, although that will make a little bit of a, a We'll talk a about it a little bit. Considering I got a chance to see it while I was down there. No, actually, we're talking about the movie, the one with Emily Blunt and The Rock, uh, which um, I had a chance to see back in September. Uh, You recently just saw it because it's been on Disney+. Plus. I saw it on Disney Plus Day. That was my Disney Plus Ooh. Day watch. Speaking of real quick, have you, have you seen Olaf Presents yet? I have. And <laughs> I, I was very skeptical of like, okay, is this just really going to be really ca- – it's, <laughs> it's so good. Okay. It, it debuted while I was down in the parks, right? And, and um, I was like, okay, everyone's talking about the one scene. And I'm like, it's the scene where his teeth are there. And I'm like, what? Okay. It's the smolder scene. I could not. He, the, he, the, the smolder. And I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. No, it's good. And honestly, it's shorter than what I expected it to be yeah, too. Like, quick. All the compilations are like 10 minutes at most. Yeah. You can, you can watch the whole thing in like 12 minutes or something. It's like crazy. The, yeah. The other one that got me was the, the, in Aladdin where he's talking about Jasmine has to marry a prince, even though her father is the Sultan and can pretty much change yes! he wants to. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But anyway, we're here not to talk about the Olaf Presents. We are actually here to talk about Jungle Cruise. But before we do that, we are recording this on November 20th, which happens to be day number one of Destination D23. And um, some news came out of uh, Destination D23 today that affects the parks. Uh, the, the biggest one I think is that we're most excited about, at least in my mind, is Fantasmic is returning to uh, Hollywood Studios and Disneyland in 2022. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Fantasmic to be back. That's that's just such a great show. I mean, we've talked about it at at nauseum on the pod of that yeah. we actually think that's in some ways the premier show yeah. of the Disney parks. That yeah, I, I get it. The Castle Show, there's something special about that. That's not to say that that's bad. And obviously, some of this is we haven't seen Enchantment, we haven't seen Harmonious. So maybe you know we see Harmonious and we just are blown away. I, I can't say that I'm there's something about having the characters on stage and on that. Yeah. Show. And I know they just drained the drained it and they've been doing a lot of extensive work on it. So I'm hoping it comes back with the, with a newer soundtrack and some newer clips. I, I, I Fantasmic is one of those. that's like, it's through the ages and it's so special. So I'm really excited to see that come back. Um, same regard. The uh, festival of fantasy parade is also coming back. Um, that's the, the three o'clock parade that oftentimes gets joked about in the Disney parks, but, uh, that's a fun parade. You've seen that one before, oh, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the dragon one. The, it's got the, the dragon. dragon it's got the, the Rapunzel scene, the Peter mm-hmm. Pan scene. So that's coming back as well. And they also announced the fantasy fair stage show is coming back as well. Um, it's going to have, um, uh, from what I read elements of elements of the original show. So the show that was there, 
mixed in with a new intro and outro with 50th anniversary Mickey and Minnie for the next 18 months. Fun. Um, which, by the way, we didn't talk about this in the last episode. I did get a chance to see um, Mickey Mouse while I was um, oh, while yeah. I was at Disney. Park. How's he doing? He's doing really well. So the experience <laughs> is interesting. Um, they have him roped off, so you can still get in the same room with him. Um, you're about three feet away from him, but he's kind of stanchioned. So he's, he's behind a stanchion. But the handler will will say things to him and ha- and prompt him to do things. So you know he posed with his arms crossed or his arms up. Can't touch him, but you can selfie with him. So the handler won't touch your phone, but you can selfie with him. Or if you have somebody with you, they can take a picture with them. There is no photo pass photographer in there though. That's mm. what's interesting. So, um, but it was a fun time. Good interactions with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of the stuff from today, outside of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, opening summer 2022, mm-hmm. everything else was like a, hey, this is coming back. And in the terms of Tron, yeah, we're still working on that. <laughs> you know, I, I took some pictures of Tron's progress while I was there. I was on the People Mover. And when you're on the People Mover, there is a great spot for you to see kind of how it's coming along. They got a lot of work to do. Man. Yeah. They got yeah. a lot of work. To I do. think that was the attraction that probably was hit the most on yeah. this pandemic that I think they just probably what happened is they just decided, you know what, we got to prioritize X, Y, Z. I mean, cause clearly Remy's Ratatouille adventure. I'm sure that cosmic rewind was that getting Marvel into the Disney world parks was yep. a big, uh, big thing, which makes sense. I mean, with the, with the success of, Avengers Campus, which I I have to say, again, total side note here, their promise to have relevant characters in the park like next day, they're they're hitting a home run that, you know, all those Loki episodes come out and you can meet the Loki that is that in the outfit you just saw him in. Yeah. Um, did you see Captain Zombie Captain America during the Halloween nights? You mm. could meet Zombie Captain America when the Eternals came out. Boom! There's yeah, the, Eternals. the Eternals were there. Yeah. Um, and and that's just that's 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 really really cool. Like I, yeah, and I'm hoping we can start to see some of that. It makes me wonder if we'll start to see some of that at Walt Disney World or not. You see, with Disney World always being treated as the tourist park i think that they've always been reticent uh or hesitant i think is a better way to put it hesitant to um to to have those attractions that are more day or week long or or season long attractions it's one of the reasons why we don't get the overlay of haunted mansion out in walt disney world i think it's because you have people who want to see the traditional haunted mansion or whatever um although again we talk about the jungle cruise they do the jingle cruise now and i will tell you it actually looked pretty cool there were some fun additions when i was there yeah Um, so one thing i want to add yeah d23 so bob chapek chose not to show up did you see the news on that yes and uh for those scheduling conflict well, it, it, basically, it seemed like the news was he's afraid he's going to get booed. And yeah. I, when you put, did this, I commented on the Facebook page, and I'm going to say it here again. If you are canceling something because you're afraid you're going to get booed, then maybe look at why people would want to boo you in the first place. Or let me say this. I would have had much more respect for Bob Chapek um, uh, if he would have showed up. The NFL draft. Uh, happens every year. Roger Goodell, yeah. And when Roger Goodell comes up, he's the commissioner of this league, and he is, 
maybe not the most well liked person. No. Um, he gets. Like Aaron Rodgers booed. is probably the only one who's less well liked at this uh, moment in time. That's a different he story. Gets booed, <laughs> yeah. uh, like booed, 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 and he's gotten to a point where there's a there's a couple clips of him where he like like eggs them on a little bit. And it's awesome. <laughs> like I like I honestly have a little bit more respect for the guy. Yeah, but Roger Goodell, he there. yeah, Roger Goodell, he's got a little bit more of a personality. Chapek's got nothing. <laughs> I was so during my trip, real quick. Uh, I was at the airport waiting to board uh, to go go to Orlando, and I was obviously there were people with Disney stuff, and I started a conversation with his family, who, by the way, hopefully are listening now. I I told them about the podcast, and they downloaded it that day. Yeah. So so anyway, um, uh, we're talking, and the husband he goes he goes oh he goes honey. They got a whole episode on Bob Chapek. We got to listen to that. I'm like, oh, yeah. And trust me, we don't hold back. So I love that this- that's the episode of all the episodes. They're like, they've got a whole episode on Bob Chapek. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, that's our Bob Chapek spectacular. Trust me, you're going to love that one. And no, it, it, it just, it's clearly where the Disney fandom is at right now with him. And I think, um, even in talking with some of the cast members when I was down there, um, who, off the record were were they were not very happy with him not very happy with him at all so anyway um yeah so let's talk jungle cruise let's talk yeah. about the movie um so jungle cruise debuted um in september uh i want to say oh sorry actually i take that back it debuted in july yeah uh, i think in my mind it was september but I guess well, it, was, August. it was it was supposed out for a to while. be yeah, it, yeah and and this is one of those like long time coming it was similar to what Black Widow went through yeah. where it was actually I was thinking about this Matt we were working together at the Disney Store yes. when the previews were on the Disney Store TV yes. for this movie <laughs> alongside that other one that that one with the boy. Um, Artemis Fowl? Artemis Fowl yeah. yes those were on the same trailer clips together and I just I was like man we're talking about this like what is probably three years later, two years later after those, those movies, uh, those trailers came out. Yeah. This has been a long time coming. And, and again, like I, I, from Disney side, I get it. This was kind of supposed to be their big summer fun blockbuster, and they want to yep. try to to make that happen. But at some point, it ju- it just gets to a point where just just you got to release the content, and and they yeah. did eventually. And um, so of course, this is based on the uh, Jungle Cruise attraction, and you know when, when this was announced, I was I was very curious because a Jungle Cruise movie makes sense, like yeah. uh, like uh, that 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 makes sense, but what I was concerned about was the jungle cruise ride is, has such a character of its own where it's the script is such a part of the ride. If you were just ride the ride and not have the skipper, it would be really it'd be a disappointment. It'd be lame. It would be, be a, so, yeah. I mean, I had a chance to write it while I was down there um, for the holidays. And so it's the jingle cruise right now. Again, the skipper, the jokes are corny as hell, but they're all holiday themed jokes this time. So in, in some of the, the scenes that are set up have Christmas gifts or various other things. And they've added some new elements that are less that are more PC, less offensive as well. But you're right, without the skipper, the, the ride the ride would be the probably the lamest ride in the universe, you know. The last time this is a fun, not really a Disney brag, but just something that I I, I found very fun. Uh, last time I was on Jungle Cruise, I got someone's first uh, first ride. 
that oh. she was she had been through training, and so it was her and and the per, the person that was training her was still there, but she did the entire thing. So nice. Um, and they announced it at the end, and I was like, oh, she did great. She That's I don't great. know. I I wish I could remember her name. So whoever you are, well, uh, and and the great. Jungle Cruise, the Jungle Cruise ride has got such a following now. I mean, when we went, when we went, we joked about the backside of water, the eighth wonder of the world. When we went under the waterfall this time, like everybody on the boat knew it was coming. So as she said it, we all said it as loud as we could. The eighth wonder of the world, the backside of water. And like everyone on the cruise did that. Yeah. With the exception of like the two people who had never been on the cruise before. And they're like, what <laughs> is going, going like, on right now? <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or Dr. Al, you know, this, this, the waterfall is named after Dr. Um, uh, Albert Falls, you know, Albert Schweitzer Falls. You know, so Schweitzer Falls named after Dr. Falls. Like it just, there's certain things that, you know, our classic. So you're right. When they announced this, you you really had two pathways that this movie could go. It could go the um, Pirates of the Caribbean route, <laughs> or it could go the Haunted Mansion route, you know? Well, and that's the thing here. Like, we really don't, if you think about attraction-based movies, there's really not been many of them, which honestly surprises me a little bit. Uh, because of the success of Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm surprised that after the success of that franchise, that they didn't decide to greenlight all this stuff. And you know, we we spent the next ten years getting you know all these attractions and all these uh, all these attraction movies and things like that. So I, I'm honestly a little bit surprised at that. But really, you said it. We have kind of two big ones, which are. Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean did very, very well, continues to still do very, very well in terms of a, you know, movie park synergy. And then you have Haunted Mansion, which there is no reference to that movie anywhere <laughs> at all. No, it's funny. Even with the Haunted Mansion for the Muppets, there wasn't a lot of reference there at all for that. Now in the parks, I thought maybe there'd be, you'd see something there, but no. So, yeah, so, I mean, there was this concern of, all right, how is this going to go? It had some major um, brands or name brand attached to it with The Rock and Emily Blunt. Obviously, Emily Blunt coming off of her time on uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Of course, The Rock is always popular, and he's known for his action, you know, Mm action-based movies with The Mummy. And, you know, so, like, uh, it it had some, some name recognition attached to it. It had the, the, the the reputation of the attraction itself. So it had a lot of good stuff going for it. Plus they really heavily promoted it as well. I mean, it was promoted a ton. They did. And I have to say, when I saw the first trailer, when that first trailer dropped, I thought, Oh yeah, I'm excited for this. (laughs) Like I was, I was planning on when it was, when that trailer, you know, came out and, and it was supposed to be summer of 2020, that was going to be, oh, I'm going to go see this movie in theaters. Maybe not yeah. opening weekend, but like, you know, it's a, it's a five, it's a, a classic $5 Tuesday uh, movie where like, yeah. I want to go see it. I want to see it in theaters. And then just obviously with the whole pandemic thing that didn't happen. And I, and I was not, I, I've done premiere access for, I did premiere access for um, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. And I'm glad I did. But I'm I'm not as hot on doing premiere access for a whole lot of stuff, and so this was one like, well, I'll just wait till it comes out. Um, and so I waited till it come out on Disney Plus Day and sat in bed and 
snuggled into the Jungle Cruise movie. And <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to necessarily reveal my thoughts yet because we're not quite into that. But well, uh, I think I think we're I think we're close now at this point. So, you know, I guess let's start there. Overall impressions of the movie. I mean, what, what, what I saw it back in August. So and I haven't watched it since then. I just had to re- I reread the, the, the synopsis again just so I could, could be ready to go. I know I enjoyed it when I was in the theater. It was it was fun. It was it was action packed. I thought the story kept me interested. But how was your what was your impression? It feels exactly like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Okay, where you've got the subtle callbacks to the ride that aren't in your face. That you know the 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 jokes and that mm-hmm. that he does and all the puns feel very 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 like natural to what his character is the movie like you said is just action-packed there's a lot going on it's a lot of fun uh the stuff that they add like the character of mcgregor uh as uh, (laughs) as as the brother just oh he cracked me up where and i think if I'm not mistaken, he he's an LGBT character, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So because he because he makes the there's that scene I believe where he says something about an old boyfriend or an old girlfriend or something in that, and and he yeah, said a little bit of both or something. He's talking to Frank, and Frank is basically like, "Why? Like, you don't belong out here. Why are you doing this?" And essentially, right. it's the everyone in my family disowned me except my sister, and so yeah. I am gonna go to the ends of the earth with her. Yeah, and that was. That was a touching moment. Again, Disney being more inclusive. And I think it, it was just a normal part of – like it wasn't this huge call out. It was just who he was and then you moved on. Yeah. You know what? It really had – not only did it have feel like the, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, it had a lot of like mummy undertones yeah. to it. Yeah. In terms of, you know, you have this, you know, Brendan Fraser, a.k.a. The Rock in this case. You've got the sister and the brother combination, just like in The Mummy, right? You've got this wealthy um, character that's chasing after them, trying to chase after the same thing. You've got this ancient curse. Like, there was a lot um, yeah. a, a lot of parallels there, I think, which I think yeah. they did on purpose because The Mummy was a successful franchise. Yeah, both The Mummy and Pirates of the Caribbean are successful franchises. And I, I think that this this falls under the the type of movie that just, you're going to have a great time. And and I will say that even with um, the sequels of Pirates of the Caribbean, which are, 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 are there, a lot of those movies are fall into the category of they're just fun. And, yeah. and I do think that it, it is great sometimes to have movies out there that are just like, you know what? It's a movie night and I'm inviting some friends over. Uh, you know, you don't want to watch something that's too serious or you're going to have to do too much explaining or anything like that. This is the perfect, I guess this is a great way of saying it. This is the perfect movie night movie. Yeah, where I can invite see that. a bunch of friends over. You're going to, you know, no one's going to like be really upset about it. Like, oh man, like there's not going to be someone that hates the movie. It's going to be a fun time. Everyone's going to be having a great time. And um, I, I, that that's what I think this falls into. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, were you surprised by the twist that Frank was one of the one of the cursed? I was. I did not see that one coming. Same with me. I did um, not think. It was like, oh, wow. It makes me want to rewatch it now, having that knowledge to see if there were clues that I could have picked up on 
prior. I mean, having thought back, I mean, it's clear he doesn't leave the river, but also, like, it, it, it never felt like he was trying to, or like there wasn't like a character was like, "Hey, come this way." And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Like it, it was just he was he was a riverboat skipper, and so that's why yep. he's near the river. <laughs> I loved the way that they introduced him too, with that whole setup with Proxima and and the scam and him Proxima coming into the 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 canteen and almost you know like I'm like ah oh, what it, it was just fun it was just a fun setup like you didn't really know where you were going the whole time like the, the entire time it felt like there was always something new and fresh around the corner it didn't feel like the plot was rehashed by any means it was it was familiar but new at the same time mm-hmm. well and and it quelled my worry very quickly of okay they're paying correct homage to the yeah. ride while then expanding on it in a movie in a way that feels natural yeah. And 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 I, I I appreciated that. And even like at the end where the her doing the the puns as he's driving the car is like, oh, this like this is perfect. Yeah. Um, um, and I mean, even the the villains that come out where there's they have the snakes and the guy that's made of bees and the guy that's like a tree person. I, that was fun. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. like the look of that. Like that was cool. I was like, "Ooh, I like I don't like snakes, but I thought the snake guy was pretty cool." Hmm. I I think overall I just I don't necessarily have one favorite part that I can point to because I think it just it it goes from one scene to the next to the next. The storyline keeps up. Um I I think that Overall, I just, I, I don't even really have any parts that were bad either. Do you have any negative parts? I do have one kind of nitpick. All right. I could have done without the love story between the two main characters. I think that the movie still could have landed very, very well had they not done the, like, a love story between them. That there could have been a mutual wonder of him being the map person having been cursed on this river for hundreds of years um i think that it it could have been something that was not a romantic love that was a you know i i have now gotten to know you on this trip and now really want to see this curse be broken and you go see the world and you Mm -hmm. kind of get adopted into this family um I, i just i felt like that just it felt a little bit forced to me and to where like kind of the big moment is she doesn't know how to swim and so she has to go down and and he takes her down there and they have to transfer air and all that just it it just it just that didn't quite land for me yeah i don't know what you thought about that you know i didn't think too much about it um I think the fact that she already had a brother in the in the in the movie making a separate like kind of like brother sister relationship would have been awkward. So I think I don't know. I don't I don't want to say it felt off, but it could have also just been like a best friend best friend kind of vibe as well. Um I think I'm just more yeah. a fan of this in more recent Disney movies. Like you look at Moana. 
There's no romantic love in Moana. There's no love story. And maybe maybe this is telling something. Maybe this is a psychological experiment on me where uh, I, I apparently am just a heartless person that hates romance. But um, <laughs> Moana doesn't have that. Um, uh, in Frozen, even, yes, Anna and Kristoff's relationship is uh, more prevalent in Frozen 2 you know, kind of prevalent in Frozen 1, but it's more about that relationship between the sisters than it, that's the focus of the movie, not so much the relation, the romantic relationship. Raya and the Last Dragon, same thing, a movie I very much enjoyed. There's no romantic relationship there. There's, there's other types of relationships that, that Disney leans into, and I guess I... I I guess I was getting used to that and enjoying that. And so then when then there was a romantic relationship in there, uh, I, I don't maybe I was just not expecting that or felt like that was just kind of, a, oh, we're reverting back to the old ways. I don't know. Like, I, I didn't hate it. Like, that's not like I don't want to make it seem like that ruined the movie for me. But it just it just felt like it was not needed in the movie. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I, I know that there it, it, it did $217 million at the box office against a $200 million budget. Again, that's not bad for COVID times, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I believe, they, and, and I believe they're, they're talking a yeah. sequel. So, um, so I mean, I, th- I, I think a sequel is perfectly fine, and I think it could do well. Um, they haven't done much with the ride itself to kind of make it up to be reflective of the, the movie they they have they've taken trader sam away so the shrunken heads aren't there anymore and they've made trader sam's area um he's a he he sells like food and souvenirs now for the parks it's it's really kind of funny but he's out or she's out because obviously in this movie trader sam is a she mm-hmm. um they just refer to refer to the character as trader sam they never actually use a pronoun so um that could be one of the changes they've made, but overall, I, I give this movie. If we're going to give it a you know a scale of one to ten, I'd give this movie about a seven. Yeah, it's you know in between that seven and eight. That's kind of somewhere landing in there. I guess that that's a question for you that I that I have. So they they have not done anything with the ride. Do you think they're going to do something with this franchise and the ride? Do you think that would be well received by fans? I don't think. I, mean, they I think they would pirates. have. I think they would have done it already because they've already made some of these changes. I think they would have already put those those changes into effect. So I, I don't. I don't think so. Not yet. I think maybe had it been more successful, possibly. Um, I think. I, I think that it has it hasn't risen to that level of success yet. Due to COVID, they might have held off. Now with the sequel, it might be really popular, and then suddenly they decide to make some changes to it. Um, Jungle Cruise is it's it's a touchy one because that's the that is an original, like that's a Walt original. It's, Pirates wasn't even a Walt original. This is a Walt opening day original. So it's like there there it, it's a little touchy for some people. I think you know. Yeah. Well, and I will say. You know, Jack, the character of Jack Sparrow was what made the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, where people were in awe of Johnny Depp's portrayal of, of, of Jack Sparrow. And that's what a lot of people were going to the movies to go see. And this was in, you know, 
that those Halloweens where people were dressing up as Jack Sparrow and the mannerisms and all like all this other stuff. I I don't I don't get the vibe that people are walking around as uh, Frank Wolf or <laughs> uh, uh, Lily Houghton. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't think that th- those characters are as um, character. Like, like, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not as caricatures as Jack Sparrow yeah. was or um, Orlando Bloom's character was. You know, yeah, like, those were those were almost period pieces. Yes, this is this is a period piece, but it's not. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't. You don't. You're not going to see Frank Wolf pop up all over the the parks because and people are like, "Oh, I'm going to dress up as Frank Wolf yeah. now." Um, I will say some of the. I, I still do play a, a Disney game, like a mobile game, and they put Frank Wolf and Lily. Um, oh, did in, they? Into the. Uh, in into the the game, uh, and uh, Proxima comes with Frank Wolf, so Proxima's in there as well. I, I think you could do it tastefully, where like if you put Proxima in there, or I, I don't know, I feel like there's a way that you could tastefully do this and have it have it be done without drastically altering like a storyline, because I think that that there's just no way. Yeah, I mean, I, you maybe come across Frank and Proxima in one of the scenes. You know, the thing that would concern me would be, you know, you, you can't, like, you can't replace the live skipper element with, like, the rock's voice or something, because that would just destroy the element. So I think it remains to be seen. I, I think we, I think we, the sequel will help, and, um, you know, if it is more successful than the original, then we know it was in fact COVID that caused it. If it wasn't more successful than the original, then they end up dropping it and leaving it the way it is. Yeah, um, I, but I, I would say I totally enjoyed. Numbers. Yeah, but I did. I will say I totally enjoyed the movie for what it was, and I think it it's definitely definitely worth a watch now that it's on Disney Plus. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, now yeah, on Disney Plus, you know, came out Disney Plus Day, November twelfth. Um, if you have not seen it, I. It's a it's a fun evening. I, again, I laid up in bed and I had fun. I had a great time. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is the end of our show for the evening. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Matt, how do they do that? Yeah, we got a little bit of a shorter one for you today because that's uh, okay. Um, you know, it, Thanksgiving holiday. You know, we gotta we gotta you know keep it. You're trying to get you know get with your families. Everything. You know, we want to make sure that you're spending time with the appropriate people this holiday season. Um, and before we before we go on to that, I believe um, if I got my schedule right, uh, you're you're off next week. Uh, I am. You're going to be covering the What If series, um, yes. which is something I have not gotten into. So you're going to bring a friend on and, and talk about what you have observed with that. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I, I'll definitely listen. I just I, I have nothing to add to the conversation. <laughs> so so yeah, so good, awesome. Yeah, so we look forward to that. And then we're in we're into the holidays, baby. Yes, we are. <laughs> so if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can email us at beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram at beersandears1928. Uh, you'll have noticed that we have started to resurrect the postings. So for those yep. Twitter and Instagrammers, uh, thank you for your patience with... Uh, I, I, I'm, I will fully admit this with me. Um, um, I am supposed to be in charge of those things, and um, I, I try to keep the Facebook updated. You're on. You're on charge for Insta and, and yeah, Twitter, yeah. So. Casey's rocking the Facebook, and I'm dropping the ball. So I'm gonna get my act together, listeners, um, and start actually, you know, uh, posting on there. Um, and uh, as always, uh, you know, rate review us. That really does help us. 
and tell a friend, uh, you know, if you're waiting in line in an airport talking to a family and they're complaining about Bob JPEG. There you go. You can let them know the podcast that has a Bob JPEG spectacular. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and raise our glasses. This episode has been on us and we will, well, Matt, we'll see you again next week and I will be back the following week. Have a great day, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.